Okay. So today we have Elian Ramos. He's from Puerto Rico, a friend of mine. I live here in New York City. Elian. Yes. Thank you for coming, man. My pleasure to be here, man. <laughs> My pleasure. So you were in Israel, right? A couple months ago. Yep. I just two days ago I got from, mm -hmm. I got back. I spent a whole month there in a summer program. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, an opera summer program so yeah. it was pretty intense actually it was nice good mm -hmm. intense it seems like you were having a lot of fun too i saw a lot of pictures there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. nice Dude. pictures though so that <laughs> was you. very good and also um a lot of performances also yeah we had three um which is kind of you know a lot yeah. for a long opera but it was a good experience um we were doing don giovanni I mean, they were doing the production of Don Giovanni and La Traviata, yeah. but I was in Don Giovanni. So basically it was like a Mozart kind of uh, workshop or something like that. Well, that one. Yeah, but La Traviata is from... No, uh, yeah. uh, Puccini, I think it mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Um, so basically, what? Uh, Italian operas? Yep. At least this time, they did another operetta. Yeah. That, that was in German. That was German, right? The big ones were Italian. So weird, man, because when I went to Italy, they 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 mostly did like Italian stuff. Yeah, they didn't go, you know. Let's do a little bit of German or maybe a little bit of English. They just went straight Italian. For some reason, I think the the Italian ones are more. Not all of them, but if you see the operas that most of people know about yeah they are usually in italian i don't know why i don't know why yeah it maybe it's the nature of the the italian or the italians right they're more relaxed they are very funny to be around yeah so maybe that is reflected in the music maybe, maybe you see um the um buffa i think they mm -hmm. call it like this funny comedian opera yes. it's the same thing i mean they just written in, in Italian, right? Yeah. Mainly, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot of so, them. So you have that, and then, of course, versus the German, which is more roughy as a, as a language, you know, it's like all that stuff. Yeah, so, it, I mean, you can see the difference. Then when you hear the Italian language itself, it's more, it's very romantic. Yeah, it's kind of softer too. Yeah, it's very, you know, pasta thing, you know? <laughs> So, mind, yeah, mind. why New York City, man? Why you chose New York City rather than Boston or Milwaukee, Chicago, Los Angeles? Well, I I studied at the conservatory in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, and when it was time to look for somewhere else to do the masters, I actually went to. I took a lesson with a teacher in Cincinnati. Another one in um, Illinois, another one in Connecticut, just to try different things. Mm -hmm. um, and then I applied to them. But then a teacher from Puerto Rico was teaching in New York. And who uh, he was on um, Carlos Conde. Carlos Conde, yeah. Exactly. Um, and for me, it doesn't matter where you study. In yeah. terms of voice, if you get, if you find a teacher that really can move your voice and make you take your voice to the next level, even if he's in a cornfield, mm -hmm. you go there. You go there. You yeah. go there. You don't go by the name of this. Which is what um, 
If you hear something in the background, just my friend just yeah. making some <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, but I know Carlos Condes. He was working also in Brooklyn um, College. Yeah. So he was a, a jeweler instructor also, I think, right? Yeah, he was like was crazy all over. He, no, the man, it's all over the place. Um, but when I first started with him, he was yes in in Brooklyn College. Then he was going to teach in Manis. Yeah, and they gave us the chance to audition mm -hmm. the the people in his study, and I passed, so I moved to Manis. Okay, so I I was kind of following him. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, he really. He, maybe it's because he's a baritone too. Oh, okay, um, so he 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 understands yours. Yeah, your voice better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really, really. Yeah, I know a couple of friends. Um, Alexandra was mm -hmm. one. She was taking lessons with him too. Um, Lisnet too. Lisnet, yes, yeah. yes. Lisnet was also a lot of a lot of folks mm -hmm. from Puerto Rico were taking exactly. lessons with. And he went also to the Conservatory of Puerto Rico. Yep. After that, he moved. He was uh, the dean of the conservatory. Yeah, the dean. So it's a very well known and rounded musician. He's not yep. one that you should play around. And I'm assuming he has a lot of connections also. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's one of the main reasons people were following him too. Like, if he can recommend you to any opera houses here in New York City or in the states, right? Yeah, you'll probably get in. Yeah. So that's one another reason why people was following. Totally. Totally. And also, um, I don't know how 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 you move around here in New York City in terms of getting gigs and getting opportunities here. So how, how do you manage to just wait yeah. around? Since I came, my main goal was to do my master's. Yeah. I was fully like in full time in, in school. Yeah. Um, and the first things I did was through school. Um, I did, they did a production of Rigoletto, a production of Il Viaggio Rhymes from Rossini. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, you get to know people. From there, I then sang with a small company. They did also part, um, opera in the slope. Yeah. That's in Brooklyn, too. They did another production of Rigoletto. Yeah. So I sang in school and with them. And with them. Um, like you said, through Carlos, um, I got in contact with... A friend of mine, mm -hmm. she, her name is Ashley Bell, and she has a small company called Divaria Productions. <laughs> and her with another small company from Spain, um, Rioja Lirica. Rioja, yeah. It's a part of Spain. They did a production of uh, La Zarzuela La Dolorosa mm -hmm. in New York. That was my first thing after yes. the, the college. And from there, it's like a, it's like a. Cycle. Just kept going, right? It's like it's a cycle. You, for me, one thing I've, I've always said, it's like doesn't matter if you get like to say or sing two lines, mm -hmm. and that's it. It doesn't matter how small. Yeah. You know, um, the, the even if you're a tree, yeah, or something like that. Doesn't matter a if rock. you're the best tree, the best, <laughs> the best sheep, whatever. <laughs> Man, people notice. People notice if yeah. you if you show on time, if you do your work, if you know what yeah. you're saying. If you people then consider you to bigger things and bigger things and bigger things, and yeah. that's how it's been for me all the way. And also, it's it's fair to say that that you have to be humble also in this process. 
Well, and patient, humble and patient, because I know it sounds silly, right? But someone has to be the tree, and they're not going to give the tree, um, the tree. Uh, how can I call it? It's not section. Um, the tree part. Mm -hmm. We can call it part. The role. Yeah. The role. Yeah. We can. No, they're not going to give the the tree role to the prima donna or the diva or something like that. They're not going to do that. So exactly. someone has to do it, and mostly they will give it to the. To the new, the, to the newbie, right? The new yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Because that's how it is. You need to learn. You need to earn your respect. It's it's a weird thing, but that's how it works. You have to really. They have to see that that even though you're doing the role of a three a tree, they want to see that you do the best role of a tree. True. And then from there, you probably do an area of a, a minute. And then probably five minutes, two arias or something like that. Then from there, you start building and building exactly. building. But don't, I'm sorry, don't expect to be the diva, the prima donna of <laughs> an opera after you just graduate from college, which is great, which, which is very crazy. Because one thing is to, one thing is to work in a college, right? Mm -hmm. College environment. Yep. But then another thing is to work with people and money. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. want they want to make sure that you that you make profits, and I do it myself when I do my concerts here in New York City. Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking about that. I'm always thinking, okay, how can I make profit about this? Yep. I'm still booking a place, and I'm still booking a concert, but then I need to make sure that I make profit of this thing. Exactly. Because then you're not going to do it again. Exactly. Yeah. So in that case, I don't know if you encounter something like that, like. Well, yeah, <clears throat> in what you mentioned before, uh, I was in actually my first, the first thing I ever sang, like professionally. Yeah. It was in Don Giovanni, actually, the same one that I was doing. Uh, I was in the choir. I was in the choir. Just <clears throat> by the way, I love the, the, the last aria. Don Giovanni. I love that thing. <laughs> Actually, the, the, I was in the I was in the in the bass section section. Yeah. Um, and one day it was a Sunday. I remember that day like mm. like it was yesterday. It was a Sunday. I was in church and then I saw a calling a call from from the director. It, by the time it was um Barasorda, Antonio Barasorda, mm. who died recently. Um, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. Um, he called me like Eliam. He has this particular words like Eliam. Uh, you need to. I need you to to learn the the part of the commendatore. Yeah, because the guy is getting sick. Blah 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 blah. blah. And I was like, oh, oh wow, shucks. And it's the same part that you say. Yeah, I love that part, man. Oh. And I ended up like just you know practicing just in case. Blah, yeah. blah blah. And I ended up doing it. Oh wow, man. The guy really got sick. And I so my not, not to say that we. We are condemned. We, we, are, <laughs> At all. we want people to get sick to get the role. No, we're not saying that. No, no. And actually, if I would just, if I would just like study the part, but the guy was okay and he sang it, that would be something else. Yeah. Even that, because mm -hmm. they consider you to be the, the, the backup. Yeah, know? of course. So that's some, that meant something for me. So even if I didn't get to do it in the, in the performance per se, you already have the part very well. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. In, in, It's very sport thing, right? If you watch the NFL, baseball, right? You, you're you're working in these farms on um, these farm teams, right? 
which are backups, right? If the pitcher of the Boston um, Red Sox get injured, you got you yep. have some backup, and then <clears> so <throat> on and so forth. So it's very similar to the opera scene, of course. Um, for the piano, for the pianos scene, I don't think it's like that. Just better, <laughs> just better do something. Just try to make connection. Just tell your your best of yourself, and you probably get something. Yeah. Um, yep. And also, um, yeah, Puerto Rico, man. Have you been in Puerto Rico lately? Have you tried to contact some of the folks there to do some operas and stuff like that? No, not really. I, in terms of singing, I think I've been in the last two years because of a medical condition, a little yeah. bit out of the scene. Out of the scene. Yes. Yeah, I had to. I really had to. It was like a horrible pause i felt like yeah. i was doing nothing with my life <laughs> oh i'm wasting but hey but this this summer this summer program in israel it was it was like a comeback it was yeah. good it was i learned a lot i polished a lot of stuff that was a little bit rusty yeah um but i'm so glad that you know i i could do it that yes. i was able to nice, do it man. it was not that you know, it wasn't like a lost cause yes. or nothing. So maybe after this, they see more stuff that they see that I'm I'm doing better. Yeah. Because um, they do they do know about the the condition too. So yes. They will not like want to put that much pressure on that's me. That's a that's a very th good thing, man. When I knew about your condition, right? I was like, this guy really is a is a very good example. Of what things you know. You can achieve even though you have this condition. Yeah. Yeah. And you still just keep going, just keep going, keep going, which is very good, man. <laughs> it's hard. I, 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 to be honest, it's hard, it's hard to sometimes tell yourself, like, ah, oh, don't get yeah. discouraged. Come on, you can do it. Oh, yeah. You're not feeling good today. Tomorrow is going to be better. Yeah. Keep it up. And then for me, when I had to take the pause, I, it was the pause from a few things. Not only it was a bummer, school, right? Cool. Yeah, not only school, um, but also like the chance to work. Uh, I had a few, like two productions that I was gonna mm -hmm. be part of, and they knew about it. So I preferred to say, like at the beginning, hey, yes, I'm not feeling good. Uh, this thing is a little bit out of control. I think it's better if I take a pause now, yeah, than keep working and you counting you know with me with my part and then something happens and you have to look for someone else yes it's better if you look for someone else now yes and then i i just take a i'm gonna take a seat we're gonna keep in contact we're gonna keep in touch i let yes. you know how things are going and that was it and how, how many years or how long was that pause two years and a half oh that's a long time it was for, it like for a classical musician that's that's a lot yeah yes two years of barely taking any any voice lesson any coaching barely singing classical music um so it, it was rough that's why i'm saying that singing this summer it, yeah i'm so glad that it was not you know lost even though i couldn't i was not doing it like daily or you know weekly basis yeah you you can say that you have a small relaxed time when you were in the in israel you were meeting i mean i can assume like you were just enjoying your moment but at the same time you were working 
or taking yeah. uh, the best out of uh, the best out of the trip. Totally, actually, the working came first. I I yeah. could say that I had probably five days or yeah. six off. <laughs> the yeah. rest was working, working. Work, right? um, yeah. from 10 a.m. being there till seven. Oh wow! It was it was a lot. That's it was that's very good. And then. The character that I was doing, which is Leporello, mm-hmm. he's the servant of Giovanni. He, that guy, it's in <laughs> almost every scene, huh? and it the the way the director wanted to present it, it was kind of a in a buffo way. Yeah. So I was jumping, I was I was <laughs> leaping, I was. They were throwing me in the floor. They were hitting me. I was doing so, and every day the same thing. Every day, every day, and then. During the program, they had three presentations, so it was three casts. Mm. So the first, um, the first time we we did the show, I did it with one Giovanni and one of one of each. But then for the second, the roles, the people changed, the cast changed. Mm-hmm. So I would have to do the same thing, but then trying to create that yeah. relationship, you know, for the jokes with with the new Giovanni and adjusting all of that to. The body language of the other person. Oh, the, God. The way people react. I can make a joke with you, but mm. you won't react the same way as someone else. So so then you have to figure out... That's that's very hard, man. If you tell a joke in that case, or you try to present whatever is your your role, right? And then you're not getting the reaction that you, you're expecting. All of a sudden, you're off. Exactly. Exactly. But what helps is if you know... Since it's not improvising let's say yeah if you know exactly what the scene what happens in the scene mm. what happened before what needs to happen there that affects what's coming up mm. then whatever you they throw at you 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 can better react to to the moment even if it's different mm. for example if he the first one he will joke um and be super rough with me like yeah. grabbing up my shirt like ah and i will act like scared whatever but the the second giovanni was not as rough okay but i had i needed to have the same reaction mm. so even if he did like a subtle gesture with the hand i should react the same way yes because my character don't change mm. so that's that was a challenge that was, that was a, a challenge but it was fun yeah. it, was, it was fun it was so fun. what about oh this is this is very interesting okay Opera, yeah, and musical theater. <laughs> I, I, I have not yet had the chance to do a musical, like whole musical production. Yeah, but Give this a little I closer. think there you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it depends. It depends on the on the, depends on the opera. Yeah, for example, because Giovanni, Don Giovanni has. Characters like um, Leporello, yeah. Giovanni at some parts, Mazetto. You have different people from, let's say, different classes. Yes. Like, um, how can I say? Like social... Social, uh, social structures. Yeah? Exactly. So from the a lot of rich people... To farmers, to farmers yes. and servants. So within each, each part, then you can... Be more flexible, not yes. so tight. You don't need to be like so royal or so mm. serious. You can be more, more freely, right? Yeah, free. So, but you don't have that in every opera. You don't yes. have that in every yeah, opera. because mostly all the operas, and again, 
we go to Beethoven, all this, uh, this Beethoven, I don't know, not Beethoven, Beethoven is not a good example, but uh, <laughs> for example, Wagner, um, uh-huh. you just keep going, um, Karl Mario, Mario von Weber, all mm-hmm, these great mm-hmm. um, opera composers. And these, these are serious, very serious operas. I mean, you don't have a lot of this relaxed environment. Yeah, yeah, it, it really, it depends, it really depends on, on, on the composer, depends on the, scene director yeah the way he wants to present it how modern how close to the age yes you know the those are more conservative right when exactly. they want to just go oh let's do um let's do the fry shoot right and then let's just do it very conservative like <laughs> they own clothes instead of doing it like oh let's just try to do it uh, today's exactly culture. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah which is could be it could be a good bump right to the um to the opera scene too like you at least take the culture of today's right i'm not saying change change the music not 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 saying that but at least give space to be more compelling to today's culture yeah i think that that's one of the what will make a little bit more even the separation playing an opera and a musical Yes, because the musical it's a more like a younger yeah. genre, but genre. it's the same thing. Exactly, you have to sing, you have to act. Yeah, it's the same. Um, let's say uh, it's the same <clears throat> structure, right? You have the small arias, you have recitative, uh, like Thief. solos. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have all that stuff. They are, of course, they are the in musical taste. They're a little bit different, right? Yeah, a very relaxed environment, right? Versus the opera, you have the recitativos, all the notes are written, stuff like that. Yeah. But it's very similar. If you move the opera in the sense of more modern culture, without changing the music, I'm not saying don't change the music. Mm-hmm. Just try to fit today's... Um, I want to go more to the clothes because that's <laughs> what, what, what really yeah. comes to my mind. But that's a, a good step, you know? Uh-huh. And, totally. I, and then the, the difference between the two will be mostly minimum. Very yeah. minimal. And mm-hmm. Because uh, I worked with, with a lot of musical theaters, and when I go to the pieces, I'm like, this is just a little bit different here in style, stuff like that. But this is the same thing. Mm-hmm. They had to read the notes, they had to learn the line, they had to, they had to act inside their solo uh, section or the aria. Let's call it aria. Right? Yeah. They have to do the same thing. Yep. So the difference is that this one's more modern, and this. Or the one is treated treated as a more old-fashioned way. Yeah. Um. Another difference would be also the the way you sing. Yeah. Oh, the of way. course. Yeah. The technique. The yeah. technique. Um. If you want to sing, for example, Mozart. Um. Versus. Memory. Memory. Exactly. It's it's a lot different. It's a lot different if you want to if you want to. Treat the music yeah. the way the composer thought of it. Yes. But then you have this humongous gap of time. Yes. Um, that is different. It's a little bit harder to compare to that mm-hmm. in, you know, the modern. Because days. you have to put more work, too. It's a lot more work. You have to you have to investigate how they sang, look for all yeah. recordings, um, notes from the composer, yeah. how this should be sung, whatever. When he composed it... Um, what was going on what in his was life? Going on the the theater, the orchestra. How big was it? Yes. What the what the singer needed to be heard above 
because they didn't have any mics. Mm-hmm. Um, which can be a little bit different, for example, the classical part from the musical in terms mm-hmm. of instrumentation. Yes. Um, you have more electrical stuff, um, keyboards, um, different effects. Um, the instrument, drums. a lot of percussion too. Yeah, uh-huh, today's exactly. um, musical. Um, back then in the opera scene, you have more an, an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably you have a very few com- uh, percussions. Probably yeah. the uh, the timpani. Exactly. Maybe uh, uh, how can I call this uh. A triangle, something like that. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So very few. um, A gong, right? Probably just to represent like a climax and stuff like that. uh, Compared to today's musical, which is like an evolution of the opera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. It's more a percussion emphasized, right? And which is fine. Um, I mean, just by the time that was created, the only thing that they have was. A piano and percussions and you have jazz all around the place so you have to as a composer have been in those situations where you only have um violin clarinet and did you have to make something out of it yeah totally. by the time the only thing that they have was a couple instruments then you have to make music out of it you know exactly and besides the the, the influence that the composer had at the moment for yes. example back then say back all of that um what influence what music was around them yeah but now if you want to compose something now you probably will put something with trap reggae or something because yeah. that'll be crazy yeah. man <laughs> can you imagine i wouldn't go that far but that's crazy <laughs> no, but just say just say <laughs> or maybe like a hint of something i don't know more caribbean or oh, something yes. more latin or yeah. something so you have different you have more sounds that you can Put into um, you have more um, diversity in music uh, genres, right? Yeah, which is uh, which is good, right? But then at the same times, it which is happen, you can get lazy because you know there's more the diversity in music. But then because there's a lot of diversity, to say ah, I want to be so different, so different that I get me- mediocre. Yeah, yeah, you have to be very careful with that, and yes. thus happens. I'm a composer, and does happens in the composition world a lot. Hmm. I want to be so different, <laughs> so damn different that I want to just make nothing. I just want to John Cage style, you know. Just you know what? I don't want the piano to sound like a piano. Exactly. I just want to put a lot of stuff inside the piano. Just make something out of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's cool and everything. But tie a chicken from somewhere. Yeah. Cool, but you don't want to go to the extreme either, you know. No. <laughs> Which is the um, it's the ego effect. It's True. the ego effect. Yeah. So we have to. It's good to be have have an ego. As a musician, I have an ego. You yeah, an you ego, need which it. is very important. Exactly, you need it. <laughs> you need it. Yeah. But a healthy one. <laughs> a healthy one. You don't want to go that extreme. Like, let me just put. Uh, let me just write the composition for piano, but I don't want the piano to sound like a piano. So I don't do that. Exactly. Yeah. So what about um? I know that you you do have a lot of followers and you're private facebook which is weird man i tried to do that it's very hard so what do you do it's friends friends at least um facebook for me it's um i don't have a lot of you know pages and stuff so facebook for me it's like a platform to let people know what i'm doing yes so i have 
friends i have people that i know giving by giving workshops in puerto rico yes. from choirs different choirs that i've been into um workshops that I, workshops that, I, that i've done in different churches for example yes. with music teams uh, musicians um singers so all of that people that you can add um yeah. people from school so many contacts from school maybe we we're not like We never took a class, a class together. We didn't have any, cause no any, yeah, like close relation. But it's someone that is a musician that yes. works in the same thing that you, and something might come up for you that you might need him or vice versa. So it's just good to have contact. Yes, that's very good, man. I tried to get my Facebook optimized, and that's some reason. <laughs> I'm not getting my likes and stuff like that and shares. Maybe I need to fix something. I don't know what it is. I get more. <laughs> I get more. I get more likes on Instagram. Okay. Instagram people do like my stuff. They get. I get my 15 and 60 likes, which for me is it's a huge thing. Good, good, <laughs> Believe good, it or good. not. <laughs> That's and, but then when I get to Facebook, probably I have to be honest. Lately, I've been receiving weird people trying to confirm or add me as a friend, mm. which is very weird. Like I, I receive a lot. That of, yeah, I really receive a lot of friend requests from weird people around. Usually, are girls that look good, but it's like, where do I know you? No, from? that's those are those are scam and spam. No, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about real people trying to add me from around the world, which is very weird. I get people that from Philippines, uh, Russia, a lot of Russia. I get people from England. From the state too. Okay. But people that don't know me, I don't know what's going on that I'm receiving a lot of friend requests from. And do you have mutual friends? Yes. Maybe mutual that's friends, it. but then, but, but I don't know that person. Yeah, that happens to me. I have a yeah. lot of people like that. Yeah. And if, I, if we have certain like mutual friends, I will say, okay, so it's from this, you know, this circle or yeah. he do this uh, okay let me let me see first what does he have <laughs> in his page or her page nothing too crazy he's not killing anybody he's yeah. like ah. yeah you can find weird stuff in yeah. Facebook man I so mean, it's like should I be linked to this person yeah. or not and then yeah but then when it comes things like um the trip to Israel if I yeah. need to like I had to do for for this trip the, the GoFundMe page yes. whatever you have more people that you can send stuff yes to. And they stay in touch to with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The GoFundMe thing was very interesting. I did receive a very humble amount, I will say. But I think it was like $500 or something like that, which was good, man. Yeah. Really yeah, covers. Yeah, me too. It was around yeah. that. It's very, it was very good. I need to... I think when I was checking the statistics of my GoFundMe, it wasn't reaching a lot. And then Facebook tried to ban my link. Because I was sharing it too much okay. in different groups, right? Okay. You know, there's different groups in Facebook of donations. And mm -hmm. I tried to send my links to a couple of the of the groups in okay. Facebook. And I was getting hit by Facebook, man. Ooh. Very close to just get banned. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. So I was very close to just... So the last, I think, was two or three weeks. I was like, okay, man, I cannot just keep posting because i already got like three two or three strikes something like that oh, wow. so i stopped it was it was crazy usually when i shared it i i shared it on a messenger okay like to the people per se on or on my page mm -hmm. 
because I have a lot of people yeah. following. But if not, I think it would the same thing would yeah. happen to me. Because um, I, this is not the first time that I did a GoFundMe page. I did it, I did a couple, and the last one before the one that I did for Italy was for Renault because okay. I got accepted and all stuff. I was I wanted to continue pursuing my studies and it was good i was just sending um my links to different groups and stuff like that and never received anything but now facebook of course i got i gotten more stricter yeah okay so okay so now i'm very limited to things that i share in facebook i i can only share a post five or six times a day that's it in different groups that's it Wow, but that wow! God, that got it that crazy. That of course, that's me. Maybe a lot of folks, um, because I got a strike also from a company that I, that I that I run, affiliate marketing company. Okay. And they were telling me like, oh, you cannot keep promoting this product because it's violation of I don't know. Well, I don't remember. It's telling it's telling something that is true. It's not true. Something like that. Because remember, they they have algorithms. They don't have people. Yeah. It's not a weird guy with glasses <laughs> just saying, Hey Pablo, <laughs> your post is or your page is not real. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like that. It's just algorithms and based on those algorithms, they just target certain things. Crazy. Yeah. And then if your thing you know is true, but then inside that algorithm for some reason is not true for them, they uh-huh. can block it. Yeah, and I can right now. I cannot run ads. It's none of that. So I'm like, okay, everything is organic. Yeah, everything, everything <laughs> is or- organic. organic traffic, man. <laughs> SEO. You know, have you have you? Do you hang out with people here in, from Puerto Rico in New York City? In New York City, Puerto Ricans, it's actually the minority. Most of the people I know are. From Panama, different islands um, like Trinidad, Tobago, mm. um, Curaçao, Saint Thomas, Dominicans, mm-hmm. but Puerto Ricans? <laughs> Me Not too. Not really. Not no. really. Actually, I will tell you, Alexandria and you are the only two Puerto Ricans <laughs> that I, that I just talk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, the others are just. You know, people from the states, the other states. Uh, I think my roommates, she's from Dominican Republic. They too. I mean, not not from the Dominican Republic, just their heritage is from. Okay, them. okay. Then the other one is a German, <clears throat> is from Germany, and the rest is just all over the place. Well, I have a friend in New Jersey. I text him. Let, let's count that. Yeah. <laughs> but people that I hang out with here. Yeah. No. no, I just mostly go, and, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many Puerto Ricans are around here. It seems like they are. There's some, yeah, but I don't see, see I them. See banners. I yeah, see some exactly. Banners, but yeah, it's like, yeah. but I don't, I don't, I don't see them, which is weird. I see a lot of Dominicans around here. Good people, I like them. And yeah, I went to the low east, a uh, low east side for church. I think it was a Catholic church. Mm for an interview and I knew that the people that were running the church 
were Puerto Ricans because mm-hmm. of their accent. They were speaking Spanish. Okay, they're Puerto Ricans. <laughs> and the people that were living around were Puerto Ricans. So I was like, oh. It's such a funny thing where you, where you recognize something or someone by <laughs> yeah. the accent. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you start thinking, where, where, which part, which part yeah. of Puerto Rico? Which part of Puerto Rico? <laughs> and they start talking. I'm like, oh, these, these are Puerto Ricans. Yeah, <laughs> these exactly. are Puerto Ricans. Um, I don't know. I think I can guess. They were mostly from the east side of Puerto Rico. Okay. The way they were speaking, they were speaking, um, the way they were speaking, they were speaking with that slang going up, right? Uh, let me see if I can do it. <laughs> yeah, hello. Uh, 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 you know, like, yeah, hello, Tifo. Okay. Hey, you know, that slang. Yeah. So that's mostly like east side. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, I'm from the east side, but the west side also have the. We are, yeah, we have our issues too. We speak very fast, man. We speak very fast. So when I have to tell you, when I went, um, thing was last year to the island, right? Because I stopped speaking with Puerto Ricans. The only Puerto Ricans that I speak is my family, mm-hmm. right? And I only speak in a very short time. Sometimes with my friend in Florida, and they they have a very, you know, slow pace. I went back to Puerto Rico. I I. It was a little bit hard for me to just when? Um, last year. Okay. At the end of December. Mm. And it was very hard for me just to keep up. Oh, wait. Keep up. It was a little bit hard. Because you when you are uh, desensitized of the culture yeah. and then you back, go back, you want, wait. You're speaking with people that do speak the language a little bit slower. Yeah. So you get used to that. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and like, well, wait. Are you were saying again? <laughs> yeah, it happens to me a lot. Um, of course, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's not either bad or good thing. It's just it's a, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my experience. Well, I have I, I have all the experience, but I don't want to talk about it, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But how how that was after the hurricane, right? No. Um. Yes, it was after the hurricane. Yeah. How was it? By I mean, side of the island. it was, it was, okay, I live in the west side of the island, Las Marias, a town called Las Marias, right? There's a lot of trees, a lot of mountains and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when I went there, th- everything was already, you know, grown up. Okay. So it wasn't like big, big thing. But, man, the streets and the roads were just falling apart, man. It was yeah. crazy. Uh, like, the mountains were sliding down. Yep. Slide down. Like, it was a very weird experience. Um, My dad sent me some videos and pictures of the uh, aftermath. It was horrifying, man. It's like a atomic bomb just yep, exactly. wiped everything. Exactly. I, like I told you, I live in Rio Grande. That's in the northeast part. Um, And I actually was visiting... Yeah. When they come, when the hurricane came. So, mm-hmm. on one side, I, I'm happy that I was there. Because I was able to then help my family after. Cause, mm-hmm. And that was one part. The second one, it's that communication just... Went off, right? Off. So, I would have been going crazy here yeah. trying to reach them. Um, so, that was a good thing. But I, I'm telling you, it was like... Rio Grande, it's... They call it La Ciudad del Junque, the yeah. city of the Junque, which is U.S. Um, rainforest. The rainforest, yeah. actually. Um, 
so you, you have a lot of green and mm-hmm. after that it was like winter here when you see the trees with no leaves yeah it's crazy man but hot hot it was like oh. a weird feeling winter scene but it felt like summer super hot it was atomic bomb like an atomic bomb yeah, yeah and everything was brown everything was brown oh, yes or dry yeah my dad sent me a picture and you know that downtown las maria downtown mm-hmm. is in a mountain right yep and around that mountain there's a lot of trees right he sent me a picture man and that that mountain was completely you know you could you could literally see everything because where i live there's tree everywhere mm. i um and when the hurricane came you 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 literally could see everything everything man it was he sent me some like, pictures like, wow man it's weird very weird and they didn't have any um communications with the with the federal government or the federal aids after two weeks hmm. but but my my family was I mean, you know how Puerto Ricans are. They really, um, well, in the west side, they're used to that. They're used to, oh, there's a hurricane. Oh, let's just, just buy a lot of stuff and just. Yeah, yeah same hurt. thing. Yeah, like <laughs> Rio Grande, I, I'm assuming it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they they hold on, right? They hold on for two weeks. That was not a big deal. Yeah. They're very family-oriented, so families Everybody are very. Helped. Yep, that's good. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing in, in my family. Family commitment, strong family values and they they have plants electric plants and stuff like that that was not a good problem huge problem but when the federal government came or the federal aid came they gave too much to my family so they have to so my mom did was to take all those things that she didn't need just go to those small towns around good. the area good start giving yeah and that's that's where we can value I, yeah. I, I really love that. Yeah, that's the, nice. the family value in the island, especially in those small towns. You will see a lot of those things. Yeah, you still will see people offering coffee when you go. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. one cafe. See, see, see. Are you sure? Are you sure? I just made it. Are you sure? <laughs> they will give you coffee. Those those things. True. Um, Even when they have nothing else, they yeah, offer at least offer, coffee. Yeah. yeah. Food. Those for. Yep. And that's. I don't know if you uh, you guys still do it there in Rio Grande. Like at least my my family, it's been like 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 yours. Especially yeah. on my mom's side, they've always been like together for everything. Yeah. For everything. Everything. Yeah. Um, and for the hurricane, was the same thing. Was the same thing. Everybody was there. Everybody like sharing. Yes. Um. The playing games. The ooh, oh yes, my brother. <laughs> hey, I'll the old school games. The right? The whole street. I mean, that's because it was a lot of young people that never experienced a hurricane that big before. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh yeah, let, let it come, let it come." So they don't have school. They're yeah. just thinking <laughs> they're not gonna. They're gonna be. They were free thinking about school. school, but not um. That they won't have the any. aftermath. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but then after, you see, all these guys from different, like, three houses down or four, everybody just playing cards or everybody just playing whatever and fanning themselves with plates or something because it's mad hot and the oh, mosquitoes sh- are, like, all over. Crazy. But it was, it, it, there are experiences that, I don't mean, they don't come from a happy place because it's yes. a hurricane, but it does, 
it can touch you or try or change you yeah. the way you you perform and also it give you a reality check also yes totally. reality you you know that you are a privileged human when things like this happen yep. and all those things that you think you thought were valuable just yep. wipe are wiped yep. away then all of a sudden you just here you have to deal with the circumstances circumstances right mm-hmm. and when i spoke with my family they they realized that they're very um they were very privileged right yeah. and i'm not saying that in a bad way i mean we have we are a very rich uh, island right yeah. and those things were away because we didn't in reality you don't need those things right Whereas metaphorically right of course we need internet i can live with my internet <laughs> but then there's things more important than that yeah yeah of course. and then those uh experience make people humble yes yeah yes we they managed to just make make families united again yeah we need to work together to make things happen you have a piece of bread i have a piece of meat Let's try to share and yeah you know, yep, yep, totally and the phone man the phone it was crazy First of huh? all, you didn't have where to charge it because <laughs> mm. then you need to save the power the electricity from yeah. the plant for something else for the fridge exactly. for the fan so you make a like priority list yeah and that phone becomes like nothing nothing and nothing. maybe if you have family like in other parts of the island or something mm-hmm. then you i mean at least where i live people like driving like yeah. far to get some signal yeah to then communicate with somebody, but it was not something that ah, like you know, mm. that we always like. My family has to travel to Mayagüez, to the town of Mayagüez, wow. to get a uh, signal. I I live in Rio Grande. I didn't had to go to Carolina, which is like two towns. Yeah, towards the west. To the to west, right? Signal. And the inflation was higher. Hell, like fifteen dollars just for a couple of bottles of water. Yep, which is very expensive. Crazy. So people didn't understand that. It's just that. When resources become limitless, you are going to you're going to have an inflation effect, and they have to because they have to cover the cost because there's not a lot of water. Yep. So someone has to pay that water, right? And there's not a lot of water, so that's I think was the confusion. And my family didn't have, I mean, the dollar become an an absolute and nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you having money for the first you two have weeks, nothing to buy. There's it has no value. Yep. which I was talking with my father. I was saying like, so what is the dollar for you right now? And he was like, nothing. I cannot do anything with it. Exactly. It's a weird feeling, man. So I can imagine like the day before, you probably say like, oh man, this thing has a value. The dollar mm-hmm. has a value. But then after after the hurricane, this thing does not have a value. It's crazy. I cannot do anything with it. It is crazy. That's true. Crazy strings, man. But... The, the, we're Puerto Ricans. We deal with this stuff. There's nothing <laughs> new. I mean, people act like, oh my God, this is all oh, this orphan. We deal with this stuff, man. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. We were, we were lucky that we had a few years that we didn't get anything yes. that strong. Which is true. Yeah. But we always on the way of that, those things. Yeah. So it's, it's something. It, and I think it's had to be with an environment. Uh, I, I remember back in the day when I was in high school, we went, we went to, no. It was when I was doing my bachelor's degree, actually. I mm. went to the Junke for the first time. And they were just giving, like, a small documentary about Junke and why okay. hurricanes are very important, stuff like yep. that, for 
for Puerto Rico itself. And it was, they were telling like, it's very important to clean the area, right? That's how they clean the air, how nature clean the air, just to get crazy. things. Yep. And that's why we get a lot of, if we don't get a hurricane, we probably get a smaller storm, mm-hmm. which you don't see effect like big, that big compared to the hurricane. But they do their, their stuff. They, they, they bring a lot of rain to it. They bring, yeah. and then you know, the rivers get out of control, stuff like that. But we, we, we get this stuff all the time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's 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 part of our mm-hmm. our history where mm-hmm. we are placed in the world. We get the the, the direction of the wind mm. with the cold water of the Atlantic, the it's warm right water of the Caribbean mm. Sea. It's we have the perfect <laughs> place for hurricanes. <laughs> for hurricanes, yeah. And it happens last year. I hope it doesn't happen for the upcoming years. Yeah. You know, give, going to give time to people, still people, you know. Some street lights, they still not Maya working. West, man. Before that, Maya West had... <laughs> oh, man, I'm just... Ba- <laughs> I'm, batching, I'm batching the town of Maya West right now. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maya West already had problems with the street light. Before the hurricane. <laughs> so, the hurricane came and it just, you know, it just blew everything. Yep. <laughs> I went to Maya West, man. During the after the hurricane uh-huh. stuff, man, it was crazy. So many Cars accidents. Like just, so many accidents. Yes, man, it was horrifying, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, you will see people just going. They, you know, very relentless through the streets. Yep. Very At the beginning, um, the first few days we had a wow toque de queda. How you say that? Oh yes, yes. Um, martial law. Yep, martial law. Yeah, because everybody wanted to just wander around, and yeah, people, and and the government wanted to fix stuff, pick up um electric lines or stuff, yeah. and people being out were yeah. just making things worse. Yes, so they had to do that. They, they did it in after six. Nobody out. Mm-hmm. After six, and then they moved. I think um after nine or something. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. But yeah, those things happen. Yeah, martial law is real. <laughs> it is real, <laughs> and I think it's not the first time they did it a couple of times no, no, too. Of but they did it with George also. Mm-hmm. They did it with um, with the, with the other hurricanes. Um, they, they it's not the first time that they they haven't done it. It's just things to just make sure that things are well placed and stuff true, like that. True, true. Um, Elian, um, are you see your how do you see yourself in your city? Are you planning to just stay here forever or? Forever, no. Do I see myself back in Puerto Rico right now? No, either. Um, just because, and that's another of the reasons why I, the question you asked me at the beginning, mm. why New York? Yeah. It's because New York has more stuff happening, especially yeah. in the in the classical world. Even if it's by small companies, mm. you have more stuff. Yes. Um, more opportunities. Um to audition for, to sing yeah. with. Uh, a lot of the big audition, auditions that happen for big ho- big opera houses or big programs, yeah, at right least there. they have one day that they do auditions in New York. And people from other states or... They have even to from, go have to the way. Travel to New- so it's a good place to be, just mm. to, because we're close or near a lot of opportunities. Yes. So... I don't think I will die here either. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would love to explore a little bit more on the musical theater yeah. word. 
world um, but also maybe in in pop music Europe yeah. Europe, going Europe to too. Europe um, now that I for example in the program I met people from that's the good thing about programs too you, so many people people from different countries come I met people from um, Estonia Poland yeah it's crazy um, isn't it Germany, Italy, uh, France, Japan, yeah. Philippines. So you get more, you get to know more people that are active singing in mm. their um, hometowns and stuff like that. So hopefully, I can visit. Let's I mean, you would like to travel around. That's the that's the yeah. point. That's the point of those days that you want to just travel around, have a successful life with the things that you love. Totally. Yes, and. Just to to say a side note, it's not it's not easy to live in New York City. It's not. Just to it's it, it's, it's a beautiful it's a it's a great city. Yes, but there's there's a lot of things that you be to be you need to be aware. Mm -hmm. of, okay, and make sure that you get a good job, which I'm working on. <laughs> it's not easy to get a job here and just be like, okay, I, everything's fine. True. It's not true. It's true, not like true, that. True. Um, the rent is very high. You have to deal with those stuff, and it's because that we have a higher population here. We have probably what eight to ten million people in this small I island. I will not be one. I will not be amazed. Like amazed, right? That. Yeah, and those are the things that you have to pay to be surrounded with the best. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a lot of good musicians around here, and I spoke with my mom yesterday, and she's a little bit worried. I can understand why. <laughs> And I was telling her, this is the price that I need to pay. If I, I want to be the best in what I do, these are the things that I yeah. need to go through. There's not all the way. Yeah. Or I can just go to South Florida or go to with where my brother is, Milwaukee, and just have a life, which I don't like. Because it's very far away from the things that are really going on. Yeah, I think the, the same roughness of the city polishes yeah you. um and i guess that's there's a reason for the saying you know if you can make it here you can make it anywhere, anywhere yeah <laughs> um yeah, it is true. it is super real it is super real i will tell you something man i never thought that i was going to just be around and make concerts man myself hmm. the city i will tell you the city make me do those, those things nice you know and i think i know this is a very hard concept for a lot of musicians to understand but you have to make your own opportunities also. Well, I mean, I'm a pianist. I'm a little bit different. I need to make sure that I make concerts to people watch me play the yeah. instrument. Whether it's just a small town, small venue, church, or anything. Also, I'm making a podcast. Yep. I never thought of making a podcast. I'm working in my own business. This is just... This is my first I never thought, man. I never on. thought I was going to do none of these things, man. Yeah. For real. Yeah, man. Congrats, congrats. It's just, it's just are, weird. You are doing a lot, and and, and it, it's not easy, man. I do struggle. I do struggle. Money is not easy to come it by. But, mommy, for your your listen to this, todo va a estar bien. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about me. I can handle it. It will. Yeah. So yeah, it's just um, it's a very hard things to do. You know how Puerto Ricans are with these things. Mm -hmm. They're very. You know, very touchy. They yeah. don't, they don't see the the other side of the of the fence. You know, it's not. 
I came to New York City because if I wanted to do what I want to do, I had to accept the consequences of it. Totally. Yeah. Makes sense. It's not. I knew it was not going to be easy. Yep. From the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm going through it, so I, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I thought about it. Just you know, forget it, man. I'm just I'm just tired of this thing. Yeah. Just going to throw everything away. But then I put my Les Brown, Tony Robbins, motivational speaker, <laughs> and just bam, put playing that thing. Yeah. And just gets myself going. Bam. Good. Good, good, yeah. good. For me, that when I sat and, and thought about coming to New York, it was yes at first the teacher, the school, someone mm. I knew, someone from Puerto Rico. I knew other Puerto Ricans um, that were gonna be in the same school. Blah blah, yes. blah blah. But it's like it's like you said, it's 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 the challenges, the 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 rent. The, how am I gonna do that? Blah blah blah. blah. Um, but then, like I said, you have the the, the opportunities. Close by, mm-hmm. close by, and and if you keep working and keep trying to do the best of your abilities and and whatever you're doing, it's gonna pay off. Mm-hmm. It, it will pay off, man. It will pay off. Mm-hmm. It will pay off. It know? will. It will. Is I cannot. How can I say this? There's high competitions here. Yep. But now I'm not even worried about that. To be honest, man. My best competition, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. You know how many times I, I hear people and singers younger than me? Like, I don't know. I'm going to be 34 this month. And mm-hmm. I hear like... You look great, man. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, I hear people like 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds, and they sing like they've been... They were born singing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I have the chance to... To either think, oh, I'm too old, I should stop this and start doing something else. Because come on, just what go am to I the MTA do? or exactly. just get a job. What am MTA. I gonna do? Just do something else, <laughs> or just try to do the best that I can. Yes, to my own level, to my own yeah. expertise. On... Yeah, you know, man, I get I get to those moments, man. Those downhill moments, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Man? Yep. What the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. But then I regroup myself because um, I only have one life. Yep, exactly. Exactly. I only have one life. Another big topic when I was thinking about New York or anywhere else in the world, it was my condition. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm not going to be with my family. I'm going to be on my own. What if I yeah. get in, if I, you know, take to the hospital? What's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. And it happened. And mm. you know what? I'm, I'm glad it happened. The good thing is that you accepted it. Yeah. Which is a very hard thing to do. It's a very hard thing to do to accept that, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not. I'm really not. Yeah. But the truth the true is that even if I move to, to I don't know, mm. Europe or wherever, wherever, if that happens, it would happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So if I keep living or, you know, thinking, oh, this is going to happen or what if it happens and what if, what if, what if, what if, yeah. I will never live. Exactly. I will never live. If if it happens, I deal with it. I work around it. Blah blah. blah work with it because I can't take it away. Um, but you work it. Yes. You work it. You need to. Work you live it. with fear, which is the worst thing you can do. Exactly. Fear is how Les Brown says. Fear is the worst. Is fear is what make you go back and say, I could, I could, 
could do this, could do that. Yep. That's fear right there. Fear is, you see those story about folks that are growing up, you know, they go to their 60s and 70s and even 80s and say, I could have done that. I couldn't do this. That's fear. That's yep. the effect of fear. Mm-hmm. Fear is that result of that person being 80 years old and looking back, I couldn't achieve this. I couldn't achieve that. That's fear. Yep. And we need fear. Fear is uh, it's a biological defense, mechanism totally. defense yes. that we have to avoid discomfort, right? Of course. But then fear is your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because let's say you're an opera singer and you have an audition, let's say to be part of the Met or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But then fear is telling you, don't go there. You're not good enough. You're not yep. a good singer. You're conditioned. All that weird mentally inner stuff that is going on. But you say, no, I'm still going to do it. Yep. That's the difference. That's, that's when that's when you just became a better version of that person that was dealing with that inner conflict. Yep. It's a weird thing, man. Yep, it is. It is. And actually, um, another part of it, it's like checking yourself. Like, yes. what do I have? What I can do? What, in my case, what's my, well, not necessarily, but it can, you know, yes. influence in some people's decision if they're going to hire you or not. Your yep. age. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then, like, be real. What can you do with what you have? Yes. Um, maybe everybody's approaching or, you know, their goal is to sing in the med or sing in these mm. roles and these roles. And you have this whole bunch of people that it's pursuing the same thing. When you have the talent and the ability to maybe sing, do what you like. Yeah. Um, but maybe sing something that is not that common that I, people have not looked at it because mm-hmm. everybody's looking like at the that. same thing but they're missing another opportunity to sing other stuff mm-hmm. I like that. in other countries in other with other groups of people because i mean mu- music is not one thing it's not only one type or it, it's mm. not music is so it's so big so yeah. big and that's one of the things i got from from this mm-hmm. from this trip to israel mm-hmm. um a good reality check where are you now after two years of doing basically nothing in terms of classical music, look at where mm. where you are. It's not bad, but then what can you do? Um, are you gonna pursue what everybody is like going to, or you can look for other opportunities that you can play with and do both? Maybe yes, not just one thing. Why limit yourself to one thing? Yeah, you know, I got a reality check also when I went to Italy, man. That last video that I'm with my sunglasses that I went to the castle, that was mm. a reality check, man. I was feeling weird, uncomfortable, fear, happy. It wasn't like a mix of emotions. And when I went to the castle, to the top of the castle, mm. things, they go for some weird reasons. That, either way. So I went to the top of the castle and I took my camera and I started recording myself. And I saw myself, what the hell am I doing? I'm 29 years old. What well, what's going on with my life? And I started like just ranting about myself and why I was where I was. And I discovered that my emotions were the one putting me back in places that I want I didn't want to be mm. in the first place. So after I did that, I felt so relieved. Went back to New York City start doing my podcast more aggressive 
yeah. more into my stuff, mm-hmm. more um, direct to what I want. Honest, very honest, actually. Say more no, say more yes <laughs> when I when I shoot right. Mm-hmm. Be more into the into the. It was in in conclusion. It was a nice experience because I all. I always wanted to be myself. Yeah. You know, but then I was afraid to talk in front of a camera. Hmm. Why? Because I'm being I'm being exposed to reality. Because when you're in front of a camera, you're exposed to reality. Yeah. People are seeing you and you you have two options. You don't give a crap or you give a crap. Yep. If you give a crap, of course, that's another issue. But if you don't give, give, if you don't give a crap, at least you're, you're free, or, out, um, you're free of. Things from the outside. Makes sense. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. I have a very similar situation when I went to Italy. That was it, that was great, man. It was. It really was. It really was. And Jerusalem also was a, it's, it's a special place in the world, man. Yes, it <laughs> Jerusalem is. Jerusalem is a very special place. And for both of us, we're Christians, right? Yeah, and yeah. The old city. It's, yes, it's like every three steps something happened there. Something <laughs> yes. happened there. It's so much full of culture and mm. history. It's it's really 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 amazing. Did you you say that you had a spiritual experience there or just? Or you don't want to call it a spiritual experience or more like... Uh, or you want to just leave it as a reality check? I will say that everything, <laughs> everything, <laughs> I, it was a reality check. For example, when I went to... um, Wow, what's the name of the... Muro de los Lamentos in... Like the old the wall. The big wall, yeah. yeah. That big wall, yeah. That I will say that... I, I had like a spiritual experience. There. Yes, it 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 it's it's so heavy. It's like everybody yeah. feels something. It's such a I don't know. You can you can see it just as a wall. Yeah. But when you think of how many years that wall has, what wall was part of? Yeah. Um, the meaning it has for for the for the Jews right now and yes. for the whole world. It's just a place when you can just go and and, and appreciate connection yeah, yeah and appreciate. appreciate the fact that there's a lot of history there yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I, I might not you know share everything yeah. that the but, culture you know believes in but yeah. it is a special place and mm-hmm. i will say that that day specifically that was a that was a, a spiritual experience yeah that was very good <laughs> yeah it's a, it's it's the fact that we should appreciate what we humans are We yeah. achieved in these last, oof, I don't know how to say, millions of years? I don't even know. <laughs> Probably like thousands of thousands of years. That so we should appreciate more what, as a humans, we have contributed to ourselves, you know? Especially, I mean, I would like to visit the the China's wall, you know? Yeah. That would be a great experience, yeah. man. Yeah, wow, yeah, I would like to. Yeah, yeah. that's a one of the... That was that's one of my do lists, right? Bucket list. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to go there and visit China. Yeah. Um Liam. Yes. That's it man. 
That's it. it. I'm so I was so nervous. You have yeah, he no was idea. so nervous because I've been thinking about this for two weeks now. I'm yeah. like, what am I? What kind of? What am I gonna speak about or what am I gonna say? No, man, you have a lot to offer the world. But thank, thank, thank you really for the opportunity. It's been yeah. great. I don't know for to how many people this is gonna reach, but hey, one, uh, one is enough. One is enough. Yeah. More than enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Of course, that's metaphorical. No, of course. No, but, but yeah. But even you're right. You're right. Um, yes, man. Let's give you some information. Where can people find you? Any social media platform? Um, yes, I'm right now on Facebook, Eliam J. Ramos. Um, on Instagram, Eliam J. Ramos as well. Mm. Um, on YouTube, if that one is coming up. My friend here is gonna help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that one is coming up. He needs, um, he needs a YouTube channel. It'll be great. It'll be, I'll tell you. Well, there you go, guys. Eliam J. Ramos. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you a lot.